numbers. I would say that is probably one of the... Hello, everybody. We're uh, a little shorthanded tonight. Jason is uh, in Florida, living a very difficult life, I imagine, down there. Um, and Paul Romack is pretending to be a carpenter. We won't say that he's actually a drywall finisher, because that would imply that he's probably good at it. I don't think he is. But uh, wrap-up of uh, Mid-America Truck Show. We're going to talk some antique pulling, and then who knows what else we'll get into with Let's Go Pulling for this week. Guys, what's going on in your world? Living the dream, man. Man, the, the enthusiasm in here tonight is just <laughs> overpowering. Doug is barely conscious over there in the corner. He's comfortable. Leave him alone. <laughs> Listen to the smartass over there in the other, uh, up above him. Boy, right. starting early and often, huh? Hey, we got to keep things going here. Hmm. Hey, shout out to Mark Ham's boss. Gosh, that Mark, if you're watching, really like this Yellowstone single barrel that uh, the boss man picked out. That took uh, six minutes for us to completely change topics and swerve <laughs> right into booze. Awesome. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. Well, I'm just waiting for someone to sponsor us. I mean, that'd be kind of nice. I was lucky to see Jerry again this weekend. I got me another couple jars of goodies. There you go. What'd you get this time? Uh, a mix lemonade, uh, strawberry, mango, mango, peach, and blackberry. It's a good sampler pack. Right. It's also a dangerous pack. A good dangerous. <laughs> I feel like we need to have like an order sheet before we go somewhere with him. <laughs> like, just get your orders in and let's go. Oh, boy. That, that could be a thing. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, Doug, you were actually the only one of us, I think, that actually did go to um, the poll down in Louisville. Uh, what was your, your thoughts and impressions coming out of the weekend? I hope it's a yearly thing, and I hope it's more than one night. It was great. Um, Terry Blackburn's first run of the night he parked that tractor i believe from where we were sitting it looked like the rear tire was against the wall and the front tire was along the wall i mean he shot it inside the tunnel and got it stopped but that was a winning pass the first hook out it was just incredible it kind of looked like they're going to run out of dirt there at some point they did minis did awesome at Three tractors in a row with broken parts or drivetrain pieces, or you know, I know Robbie. They pulled the coupler apart and it overrevved, and you know what happens when that takes place. They thought they slapped some. The valve slapped the piston, but take it apart and fix it. At least he didn't kick any rods. So 
But she, Jesslyn was on a pass. I mean, she would have probably been right in there with them brutes. It was it was a good time. I haven't been to Louisville for a poll in 15 years. So you forget how cool that place is with the stadium lighting and everything in there. It's just a whole different. Hey, uh, OK, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. <laughs> and again. Hell, <laughs> Charles, what are you doing over there? I'm trying to figure out why we aren't on the beer money page. Then I just happened to look up and see that. Well, right. I thought maybe you were taking notes, like writing down who it was before you no. <laughs> cancel. Oh, do we have uninvited guests? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lovely. There's another one that's still on there. Did you block that one too? Or uh, I say uh, try to hit block user and it does absolutely nothing. So I think we can see it. I don't think anybody else can. Yeah, no, yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, it's giving me an error blocking that one. So I don't know. Okay, I think I got it taken care of. Anyway, truck show was good too. Got a, Adam, my cousin that I used to drive truck for. They built a truck in two months, went in, got second place in the limited mileage class um second place in interior and best use of chrome so i think that's pretty impressive for a short build and first time out i i do i would not want to be the guy who has to judge the category best use of chrome <laughs> i don't know what that criteria is for that but they did a lot of simple things. That truck is super clean, and it is not completely done. But look at it. Wild, it'll be done for Wildwood here in a month. And I, think it, uh, I know that one of the comments was made uh, by the big boys, if you want to call them that. Uh, a truck and trailer in that competition, a combo is like the big boy class. And they told them to buy a trailer and come and play with us. So. He's gained some respect. Has he never done that before? Never uh, been the to... truck and trailer. It's always just been the truck. Uh, last year he did a couple, but not not to that size of a show. So he needs something you're going to do that. Just a plain old flat. Nothing cool about that, unless you put a colored kind of stoga kit or I don't know. I saw it. I was I was impressed with it. I thought it looked beautiful. Well, guys, our uh, our guest for the night, Jared Badoon, has joined us, and um, what uh, we're having him on too is to uh, discuss what's coming up here um, in a little less than two weeks at the Ingham County Fairgrounds in Mason, Michigan, just south of the state capitol. It's going to be the the finals for National Antique Tractor Pulling Association. It's the wrap up of their season championship. Um, just add a hook out in Nebraska uh, this past weekend, and we're going to finish it up. And, and Jared's one of the promoters behind that event. Welcome, Jared. Howdy. How's your evening going? Good. Good. Preparations-wise for uh, the event, um, you guys started doing anything, or is it going to be next week before you start moving? Uh, next Sunday evening we'll start. <clears throat> They're having another event in the building, so we kind of got to wait for them to move out and get packed up and, say, and then the, then the fairgrounds will have to kind of pre-prep of what we need to do so 
Yeah. You, you guys always, uh, does that dirt always stay on the property or does that get used for anything else? Hope it always stays there and um, we just use it. It's only used for, so far, it's only been used for the NATPA. Now, guys talk all the time about, you know, the, the Louisville dirt, how it gets stored outside under a tarp, and it's, it's just a great surface to play on. The dirt we have at Mason, I think, would probably be the antique equivalent of that. It's a, it's a mean, tough track to hook on. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we, like now, it's covered. Um, it's outside. I hope the rest of the frost is out of it, but... <laughs> Uh, I think we'll be okay. Um, the building really heats well. We can crank the heat up and we'll work it every day. Um, once we get it in there and get it laid out, we'll start working it and making sure it's dry enough. And um, that's been a little bit of an issue a couple times, but um, we've always worked through it. And hopefully it'll be good this time um, when the dirt was put outside it was stacked up a lot higher and thicker so and steeper um so the water should have any water that did get to it it should have shed off pretty good and like i say it's been covered up for the most part all winter and and um we should be good now for those unfamiliar with how the NATPA season works it's, it's a winter indoor antique pulling tour and the, the finals it's never in this well, it, it does go to places, but it moves around, correct? Uh, lost you there. Oh, that's all right. I was just saying that the finals moves every year uh, to a different spot. Um, this year it'll be in Mason again. It's been there in the past, but um, they try to, try to share that honor around uh, with different parts of the country. And the tour works based on you know, have to go to every event. You've got to qualify uh, based on three hooks. And then you can make it into the, the finals, which is for championship contenders only on that last Saturday, right? Yes. You're only allowed the NTPA or NATPA right now is they're allowing uh, for you to hook two, two points classes throughout the series of the winner or all the pulls. And um, this year there was... 18 hooks that everybody could have went to if they wished. Um, they they really stepped up their game. And um, this year's, or this coming year, will be their 26th year. And they're, um, since the NATPA started, there's like over 1,800 members. And so it's, it's growing and the, the, the club has, um, did some changing in the last few years and it's been a pretty good, pretty good run. They've, they've really did a lot of improvements and they've, um, seen, seen quite a bit more, um, oh, what's the word I want to say, um, a lot more, a lot more pullers. Um, their numbers, hook numbers, have been up substantially. Like our normal pull that we have, um, 
in the fall in Mason. Um, generally, we're up in that seven to eight hundred hooks for a two-day event, which is pretty good. There's been some other events out west that they've had some more. They have a couple of really nice facilities out there, and um, the guys out there that promote it and do it, they do a really good job. And um, so all that stuff helps, you know. It just, I think the pullers, the, the hospitality that all the promoters give, um, I think all that stuff has helped in the quality of pullers that the NATPA gets is, is class act, you know, um, they're, the, the iron that's there is really, really hard to, there's, there's just no better really. I mean, they're all really tough competitors and so forth. So I've always been a big champion and proponent of the antique pulling scene. I feel like those guys have uh, more fun than some of the hard pulls do. But coming Friday night, there's going to be one part that isn't going to be all fun and games. It'll be an annual meeting where rules changes get proposed and decided. Are you hearing any scuttlebutt on uh, what's going to be brought to the table and fought over? Um, I've been hearing and seeing a lot of stuff about um, they want to change RPM stuff. I don't know how that's going to go. Um, I used to go to quite a few of the meetings when I pulled back when, and I haven't been going to some of that stuff so i don't know all the details on it and i'm not sure and you may know um what <clears throat> what's uh coming up better for rules than i do i know you charles you you're you pay close attention to all that stuff and, um, I'm waiting for that surprise to come from somebody in the back. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, that always happens. It seems like <laughs> um, there. Uh, the I think the rule, the rule annual rules meeting or annual meeting, I think has been a better the last couple three years. I mean, as we all know, when you get in in a big um, association, you know, there's always, nobody's always, you're never going to make everybody happy in certain situations. And unfortunately that has to happen, but you know, everybody, we, they all get through it. And so, you know, I, I hope, I hope everybody continues to figure things out and make it better for the club in general, and like I said, they seem to be moving ahead and really um, progressing with pull with the pulls. And um, Ray Tellen wants to know if we're going to allow turbos. That one's always fun about that one. So we're heading into two weeks now to be the wrap up for the season. Um, is there any, other than natpa.club? Uh, is there any other uh, outlets for information uh, as we get closer to doing this? Yeah, I'm, I've lost you there, Charles. Um, you're real staticky. I can't hardly understand what you're saying. No worries. That's that's normal for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
anything else? Is anybody uh, got any other uh, avenues for information on the poll coming out beyond uh, NETPA themselves? Is MTPA doing anything to help promote it? Um, not that I'm aware of. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think there's anything new that's coming up that I'm aware of. Anyway, I could be wrong, but I, I try not to. You're not, that's not your part of it, right? What's that? That's not your part of it. Nope, nope. I just um, we just put the dirt in and you know and organize the pull, get everything ready to go. Um, we you know maintain the track during the day and all that good stuff. Try to keep everybody going and and what everybody anybody needs, we try to accommodate that and. So hopefully it'll be a very nice championship for the 2021 season or 2022 season. Jared, back when you were pulling, you had a you had a farm all M that you ran in, in Division Four, and uh, it was um, it was large. How big was that one? Uh, it was 696 cubic inches. Um, it was, to my knowledge, it's the biggest cubic inch farm all M that ever ran and kept running without having issues. <laughs> um, it, it was, we were just starting to get it dialed in a little bit. Um, it wasn't to its potential yet, but, um, gaining a little bit all the time and, Everybody knows how that stuff is, but um, another gentleman really wanted really wanted the tractor, and I ended up selling it to him. But um, yes, that was that's been a while ago. Two thousand six, I believe, was the last that I ran that. It was a minute ago, and I remember uh, Gary Baker sharing some photos of what it looked like inside the bottom end of that engine. And, um, anybody who thinks the tank is uh, boring and not a lot of tech going on, yeah, you need to drop some oil pans and take a look at what's going on inside these things. Yep, yep. There's a lot goes on today, um, even from when that was built. I mean, things have changed tremendously. I mean... Uh, everything now is efficiency. It's not so much more cubic inch um, and this stuff. I mean, everybody's kind of getting maxed out per se, but um, bigger isn't always better anymore. Um, efficiency is, of course, it's always been that way, but um, with the technology that everybody has, efficiency is where it's at. Other than your M, uh, what's been your uh, history with, with being a puller? What else have you had in, in your days? Um, I started out back pulling in the 80s with a stock. I had a Farmall 300. I started pulling in a Farmall M. It was basically stock tractors, and that was back in the early 80s. And then I moved up to... Um, 
I moved up. I had a, a 400 farm all and I built a stroker engine for it. My very first one. It was back then that was big, but it was four hundred and twenty one cubic inches and I pulled that for several years and then I built an M. And I think I had three different or four different cubic inch sizes in that M while the while I pulled it. We kept changing and improving and trying new things and all that good stuff. And, and these, these, these days, you're still not on track a lot, but not as a puller. Uh, you and Todd have kind of really created a cottage industry with the track rooming business that you guys have started up. And, uh, you're of summer now, now people look for you guys to be the track builder uh, in the summertime. Yeah, Todd and I, we do a lot of um, track maintenance, track building in the summertime. We're all over the state of Michigan. Um, I've seen a lot of dirt. Um, a lot of different dirt and um, we when from about the middle of July other than some antique poles from the middle of July till uh, October end of September we're fairly busy um, building for tracks and ma maintaining them for their events a lot of the fairs and stuff for you know Wolverine or NTPA um, just a busy time of the year. It is. It is. I like I going to these antique events. Um, one thing that I see every time I go, in this world we talk so much about, where's the youth at? Where are the kids that are coming up to do this? And antique shows, you find kids in the driver's seat a lot. And I don't know if it's generational or what, but the fact that they're there is uh, is a good thing, and they're learning this, this craft and how to, how to work on stuff and how to compete. Yep, un yep. Unfortunately, it's probably not as much as we would all like to see. But no. you know what interest we do have, I I really encourage that. It's you know something that's you know when well generations younger than I am that are pulling strong right now. You know their kids and grandkids and so forth. And um, you know when that when those people are gone you know, we're done pulling, you know, we got to keep the sport going. I think it's a really, um, a growing sport right at the moment. Um, the big, the big side of pulling, it seems like that stuff is really taken off more and more every year. There's just so much pulling going on and which is awesome. You know, all these classes of, you know, rather from it's, antiques to you know a hot farm tractor or a farm stock tractor or you know even the stock pickups and stuff like that it's you got to start somewhere and all those yeah. places are really good spots for young people to to get into the sport and generally generally once they're once they're once they've pulled a couple times they're generally hooked from what i see of it <laughs> Sure seems to be that way. Well, it's coming up. The NATPA Championship, April 8th and 9th. If you are not qualified for the finals on the 9th, you can still get in with a hook on uh, Friday. The uh, meeting will be at 7 o'clock for 
the uh, rules to be decided for the coming season. And also, I will point out on there, the uh, points fund is uh, $10,000 across all classes for NATBA. So a uh, little, little something extra in there for everybody. Uh, anything else you need to add, Jared? No, I think I think we've kind of covered everything, and I hope everybody that's coming makes it and safe travels to everybody, and and uh, we'll be waiting for them, and um, hopefully, uh, hopefully we have a really good good pull, and and um, it's uh, I'm excited about it. You know, it's. Um, it's a lot of work, but I enjoy doing it. And um, the, the people that do help seem to pitch in. Um, um, we have a couple, three people that help me a lot. And um, Todd, actually, he, he's, he, him and I do a lot of the stuff. Um, uh, you know, we set the blocks, we put the dirt in, um, pre pre prepare the track and whatever needs to be done from little to big. And then um, Michigan tractor pullers, you know, the members and stuff, they come on pull days, you know, for, you know, uh, uh, watching scales and hooking, hooking and unhooking and flagging and stuff like that. We have certain ones that do that and everybody does seem to do a good job. And then we also have some volunteers that like to do stuff and we greatly appreciate them because if it wasn't for them, you know, no people like that, we just, it's hard to, it's hard to do. So. Yep. No, I agree. But, That's it for me, guys. You got anything to Okay. Well, you're free to stay or uh, let you get on with your evening, but I'll see you in a couple weeks. Okay. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me, and uh, we'll be seeing you. Sounds good, man. All right. Thanks. Yep. 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 Okay. NATPA, season's about to end. Um, I don't know. Some people, it's not their jam, but I really enjoy hanging out with those guys. They have a darn good time. The competition is serious and legit, and I know a lot of people don't like speed limits, but uh, you really find out who can drive a tractor when there's a speed limit slapped on them. It's, there's there's some racecraft going on. It's not just point and shoot, and it, it suits me. I like it. So, Is he one of the guys that uh, runs the – is he part of the Terrible Two that grooms the tracks yeah. in Michigan? Yep, he's he's one of the two. What is he driving? Is he driving the the tricycle ten? It's nine? a nine. It's a nine. Yeah. Yep. They've got a nine. They got an eight oh six, and then um, Bob Needhammer has one that's a forty ten or forty twenty. It's also set up the same way. Are they belly the, 40, the, the John Deere was actually the first one. Those things are so cool. Yeah. It, are they belly really plate tractors? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you they know, kick it old school and they look good doing it, and they and they groom a great track. Well, it saves on labor too. Yeah, yeah, one guy can do a cover a lot of ground. 
And it's it's good too, especially indoors like that. Yeah, it's two tracks side by side, but space is already limited. If you can take one machine out of the building doing the track grooming and just do the whole job with one, it's it's not only better and more efficient, I think it's safer too. You know, all these antique events that I go to, it's pretty tight confines. The the fact that no one has ever been knock on wood run over at one of these deals, it's kind of mind blowing. Yeah, I would agree. So they're really expecting to run 700, 800 hooks. Did I hear that right? Yeah, I don't know that it'll be that number across the two days for this event because the finals on on Saturday, you've got to be a points contender to be in it. You can't. It's not open entry for that day, but um, that is that's fairly normal. Um, some of the bigger non-sanctioned events like Tunica, Mississippi, or um, out in uh, Enola, Oklahoma across three days, we'll run 1,500 hooks. And I tell you, my vocal cords will hurt by Saturday night. That's a lot of talking. That's crazy. Cody is Cody's doing a very good job of hiding the fact that he's terrified of that, and he's twitching because he's thinking about how far behind he would be after the end of a weekend of trying to shoot and edit. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's a lot of hooks. But well, the on, same, on the other but, hand, though, 1,500 hooks, I mean, you're going to see those trackers running multiple times. I mean, you don't, you're not shooting every a photo of every single pass. You, you've already got them somewhere, you know. Yeah, but the one photo that you miss is that one opportunity that you might have you might have not caught something. Yeah, that's so, true as well. That's true as it's, well. It's also like the circle track racing or like IMSA racing. Those guys, I was just thinking about that when I was down there in Florida, and I was like, man, these cars go around the track how many times and you have all these cars you're shooting. How many photos are you clicking every single night? It's There's a lot. I mean, you think about 204 hooks in a night times two or three nights. That's, I don't know. Just makes my head spin. <laughs> Data management. Yes. Anybody know the answer to this one? Dave Haley building the first solo track rumor? I don't know. Nope. I know, I do know the answer to this one. Yeah, um, Todd and Jared did build those groomers themselves. Yes, um, they have a uh, a bulk tank on the back, so it's it's spray bar equipped, and then they just tow a wobble wheel. Hmm. You guys talk about missed photo opportunities at Gord or uh, Shipshawana. The one time that I went to the bathroom and left the video camera for somebody else was when the board let go. <laughs> So there is no video of that that I got. That's okay. I've got very vivid memories of that entire incident. So does Brent. <laughs> that was learned. I Honestly, I wish I would have missed that one. About that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's one I could have done without. <laughs> Brent, didn't you take a, like a, a small chunk of the block to your like went zinging by your leg or something? I, I'm there's a lot of things I went zinging past me. So yeah, I uh, imagine piston cleared your head. Yeah. Uh, yeah that was that was close enough i don't need to do any any closer than that yep well shoot you were how far away from it um less than 10 feet yeah uh, realistically less than 10 feet yeah probably somewhere in there yeah i'm thankful that lifter hit me in the back broadside and not end on because it would have hurt a lot more end on oh yeah that was exciting Yep. 
I had to go shake my pants out. I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> and there were parts that shook loose when you did. Yeah. And then like an idiot, I stood out there and finished the rest of the show. I didn't learn. Next, the next, the very next tractor came down in the exact same tire tracks. Yep. And he got within 20 feet of me, and I watched the smoke, the blow-by tube all of a sudden light up because it was burning a piston. The only thought that went through my head was, oh, crap, we're going to do this again. I got, uh, yeah, repressed memories there. Yeah, we can go back and, and keep repressing those. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Worst, well, I guess from a photographic perspective, that was the one point in time where um, I guess I kind of wish that I was, uh, I had been a little bit further down the track because I was there, I shot it, and it looked like it was hell-bent for leather and it was on a great pass and he was going to win and everything was hunky-dory. And then four seconds later, you know, rapid uh, uh, disassembly. Yeah. I the, the weirdest part about that whole thing is how silent the building was, and you could still hear stuff raining down for a good 10 seconds. It, that yeah. was very surreal. Yeah. The video itself, you can just it, – it detonates. And literally everyone goes quiet, and you can just hear ting, ting, ting just across yeah. the building. Yeah, well, that's – You weren't very far away from the Dodge when it let go in Ellsworth, were you? You were uh, no, I was that. actually the closest photographer there. Yet yeah. I somehow or not uh, somehow or another I was just out of frame of every freaking video ever. But yeah, I was right there. And the funny uh, the well, not funny part, the kind of scary part is that uh, I didn't register that it had happened because I was so zoned out you know, looking through the lens and making sure that the photos look good, that it took me, you know, I saw that hood flying uh, or the block flying in my, you know, peripheral after it had happened. Yeah, I was close to that too, but not as close as you guys were to the, it, yep. Yeah. I, I don't know. In the aftermath, you know, Clint was had said that he had some ideas for for things to change to try to mitigate that for next year. And I, at the time, I really wasn't that curious because I just didn't really want to think about it. But uh, yeah, we'll see what that's going to look like and how to manage it better. And it's one of those things you got to. It has to happen, I guess, for you to learn from it. And thankfully, yeah, it was a, a situation where really no one got hurt. Um, but uh, you know. It was a good wake up call. That's for sure. Well, yeah. I sat in at the tech meeting. Uh, Christy Asher came to DeCoin and they did a tech meeting before the afternoon poll on Saturday. And I just had him kind of listen to it. And they, the new cable rule, I mean, the way that they're trying to have them do it now and having the, the second cable and whatnot, I mean, there's, it's going to take a lot to throw a motor that far now. I mean, it's, yeah. they've did some testing and the numbers, like the strength, and like the force it's going to take to actually rip two cables out now is going to take uh, it's going to be astronomical to do something like that and and obviously you know with hoods you know people don't latch them down or anything um so there's different things that they've been talking about to try to mitigate those issues 
Hold my. I want to see the video from the testing of that. Yeah, it happened in California yeah. somewhere. But Probably they, just, they just took the what? cable and they, I don't know, they, on some sort of private <laughs> scene and just pulled on it until it broke. Oh, that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that done as an actual <laughs> test case. Yeah. I want to see a motor launch. On a dyno. That's right. I, I know some guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can arrange an experiment. <laughs> I think we all know some guys, but I don't think any of our pocketbooks are deep enough to pay for the damage if if they can actually make it explode. It's it's but but it's in the name of science. I don't care. <laughs> uh, Pulling you guys have stuff in Canada that we wish we had down here. Hey put, hey, put in the comments, where are you from? What part no. of Canada? I see the Lombada Mini went to Quebec this weekend. Yep, Patrick. Yeah, he uh, he had the Wild wild Addiction. Is that the mini rod that he... I think that's what it's called. Something like that. Yeah, Adam's mm-hmm. right. We we can we can accomplish this task. We just have to... All we got to do is go to UCC and we'll blow up everything. Yes, that. There is that. Especially now because they don't have to convert the trucks to go pulling with on Sunday. It's going to be, the gloves are going to be off on the dyno rollers. What do you mean they don't have to convert the trucks? They changed the rules for this year's competition. You can have a second truck to be your puller. The only rule is it's got to be an OEM frame rail truck. So there won't be any super stocks, but uh, as long as it's got, stock frame rails under it you can pull with a second Hmm. truck so we're gonna see two trucks wow all right yep that's different abe that was the exact answer that i was hoping you were not going to give (laughs) because that's a long ways away from where there is pulling like we talk about quebec has some uh uh has some organizations that really have it together and they really put on a good show, but that's a bit of a hike. So Canada's allowing people to come down. Correct. I think. Yeah. The Lacy's Lacy's have been across the border. In Florida. Yep. Yeah. Lacey's so, were down in South Carolina this last weekend too. So Abe, that means that um, you need to uh, start looking at our schedules. And see where that dovetails with some vacation time on your schedule. And then come down here and let us show you a good time. And I'm serious. Yeah, the Lacey's actually uh, doubled up Friday night down in South Carolina to win the minis. And then uh, put in a second yep. on Saturday. I believe Cody Singleton won on Saturday. Yes, correct. Actually, for that event down there, in the mini class anyway, you had only one tractor that was local. Everybody else was either from New England, Canada, or here in <laughs> Michigan. So, I don't, hey. How many did they have? Uh, not a lot. They had um, eight on Friday night, and then two, I think two or three of them broke on Saturday. Yeah. I know um, the Kells, they, they kicked the rod. It didn't go through the block, but it cracked the block. And I don't know what happened to Storehalder. Um, 
Dick Storalder, so everybody's familiar with the slaw minis where you sit way up on it. And Dick bought one of the first ones they did. And you, you expect some, like, young buck full of piss and vinegar to be in the seat of that thing. And then the guy takes his helmet off, and here's this guy who looks like Santa Claus driving it. <laughs> that was very diplomatically stated. <laughs> Yep. Dick's a hoot to hang out with. He's fun at the track. Hopefully, uh, he was at Rockwell a couple of years ago, and then hopefully mm -hmm. he'll come back again. Yeah, I hope he does too. Yeah, we're not we're, we're not coming there. No. <laughs> yeah, I just googled it. It's uh, it's seventeen hours away from me. <laughs> Plus, Abe, you guys don't have our class. We can't bring the four one there. How close would that Windsor, Colorado be for him? Um, Far. All day. <laughs> yeah, it's still going to be a ways. It would be uh, 925 miles. Hmm, that's a long ride. I think the closest big pull would be Hutch. That's kind of what I was wondering. Yeah. And that, that'd be a good show. And that's still 885 miles. What's Wisner? Wisner. Probably the same. Maybe another hundred on top uh, of it. Just shy of a thousand. Wow. So, Abe, what you got to do is start looking at airfare and uh, see if you can get uh, a quasi cheap flight to um, Denver in September and uh, go to Denver. And we will make you a deal. If you do, one of us, maybe more of us, will be there at the airport to pick you up because Denver is not far from that Colorado pole. And that's shaping up to be quite the deal. Yeah. I forget when. That's in September, right? That's Labor, Labor Day weekend. weekend. Yeah. Friday, Saturday of Labor Day. Figures. Well, that takes me out, out of going off there. but Yeah. I would go, too. That's a busy weekend for me. Yeah. Otherwise, there's four big poles two hours from Minneapolis Airport. Yep. Yep. Very true. Very true. Which yeah. four? Hutchinson, Toma, Hillsborough, and Rockwell. Yeah, right. Yeah. God, there used to be so many big NTPA shows the, up in that area, too. They've kind of gone by the wayside. Uh, it used to be kind of a sweep. They'd go up there, you know, three hooks, I think. So any uh, any thoughts on uh, the new Mitos 24.5s? Some, some homework to do there? Or? All I saw was pictures of, from far away. I didn't see any close-up to really – Understand they had to better. they had to shave Russell's down. They were too wide. Yep. Really. Yeah, didn't Brett do it? Uh, didn't Brett, Brett cut him down? The parking lot. Yep. Okay. Noon. That's a thing. I'm. So I'm still. That means there's still a pile of molten rubber somewhere between Broadbent and Freedom Hall. <laughs> I'm still curious, and I, I guess I need to do some some more digging and, and paying attention. 
on the 30.5s that are already out there and just see really is there much variation in what guys are doing with them. You know, it's a blank canvas. You can do anything. And I guess I sort of expected when they were first announced years ago that we were going to see some some really crazy kind of stuff. And I haven't really noticed it too much. Not a lot of variation in terms of uh, bar shape. I think um, I'm seeing more more bars in. Um, they're spaced a little closer together, but uh, haven't seen any. I, I'm waiting for somebody to do a modern single cut. <laughs> just just because I want to <laughs> fewer bars, faster gear. I mean, just my head just goes, well, why not? You know, somebody try it. There's got to be a sand track out there somewhere that would love it. True. I know where there's one and everybody complains about it too. So you know where they you know where they could use them. I mean, granted, Louisville did say that they they did put a rule in banning the single cuts. But Amitas isn't a single cut tire; it's a I'll decide cut tire. <laughs> Truth comes as a giant racing slip, doesn't it? Yeah. Cody, which track are you talking about? Newmarket, because the pulls in the middle of the afternoon. It's always 110 degrees. It's hot, and the track they they built it up a couple of years ago, so it's got like three foot of fill, and it's really sandy, so it just eats tires and. It's yeah, it's a tough track. I don't know if we're gonna get anybody on Mitas tires, at least thirty point fives. I don't know know if we're gonna get anybody to show. No. Northwest no. is really gonna have to step up their game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like I know there there's a track, so if they want to test them, but yeah. Do you guys out west? Do you have many events where they go on, they pull on an old horse track? Basically, that's fairgrounds is. That's a California thing. Yeah, there's there's a few of them. It's kind of like Louisville I mean, was. You get a shot and hope that you hit the gate. If you want to, yeah, keep yep. going. Yeah, there's a few places here that do it. Not so much anymore. A lot of them they've built infield dedicated tracks now. They've kind of gotten away from that, but. Uh, it was kind of a thing. It was, it was always interesting, too, because a lot of times the track would be sloped, so you were playing with that as well. And um, a, lot of, a lot of times a guy could really sneak one on, on a class if they hit the setup right and everybody else blew it and, and get, get a win maybe where they ordinarily wouldn't. There was uh, the night – the only show Donnie Reeves hosted that horsepower and horses or – I don't even remember what year it was – maybe 18, 17, we were out there and they had two tracks. One was along the uh, seating. Then they had one kitty corner across the track and that one had to turn a 45 degree angle to make, make it out the gate if you wanted to get past 300 feet. Hmm. I do apologize. Some of these comments coming in as Facebook user, we do, there is something there's a wire cross somewhere, but I'm not tech savvy enough to figure that out. I think it's on their end or something. They said they have to allow the settings or something. Yeah. Nah, Jason's not here, so we're gonna blame him. That's that's fine. That's what Jason, he always says. So I always blame him. Just you know, just hit the randomizer and just. All right. I we're think what it might be is people does. if they're watching from a Facebook group. And not from a Facebook page because gotcha. it goes live in a Facebook group. Uh, yeah. 
Well, that I don't I Jason, I haven't heard that rumor. Um if they did actually try to enforce something like that, that would be one hell of a can of worms to open about so, parts well, availability. It, I don't know if it's in the PPL rule book, but some rules have it that if tires aren't readily accessible to all competitors, the tire is not legal. Gotcha. Mm. But I mean, people are running the parks tires and those weren't really available to anybody either. Right. And they're running them. So, hey, Jason, you got a few minutes. You want to hop on? I extended the invite last last week. Throw it up in the comments. If so, I'll throw you the link. We'll talk a little garden tractor pulling. Yep. Since Waterloo happened this weekend too. That's true. They were uh, they were in action. Brent, are you going to the one in race uh, Richmond next weekend? Yeah, that's the plan. Just well, just Saturday, anyways. I'm not taking off to go up there for the whole day on Friday. But yeah. All right, I just sent him the link, so okay. I don't. I didn't see the answer in the comments. Uh, he just said he can't this week. Maybe no. next. Freaking Jason Rack. <laughs> <laughs> Fix your schedule. As he as he's sitting here commenting the whole time, but no, I, I can't come on. What no, you... Adam Wilson does the very same thing. <laughs> yeah, Adam, you want to come on? No, I can't. <laughs> I know why with Adam is because he's at work. Work, work, work. I need a job like that. So, interesting trivia question, and this is probably a pretty easy one, but I'll throw it out there anyway. Uh, what tractor What tractor has been down the track in Louisville the most since we started pulling? And what's its name? Or names, as the case may be. Hmm. I'll answer that one, but I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah, that's right. You will. Because <laughs> we, we we like watching the smoke pour out of Bosch's head. Yeah. Well, you kind of the, the, the table talk you two just did kind of tells me it's not what I was thinking. So what were you thinking it was? Um, actually, my my first thought was uh, Kentuckian. I think you're close, but I don't think that's I don't think it's been down the most. Nah, yeah, I'm thinking it probably isn't. Um was it Benny McKinnon, but he's he's been away from no they did not pull this weekend. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. We stumped you stumped Mr. Trivia Man there. Yeah. Truck or tractor? Jerry wants a hint. Jerry, it's tractor and it's a 4 1. Which means it wasn't a 4 1 before, it was <laughs> something else. It is currently a 4 1. <laughs> um, I was going to say Holman's if it was a truck. Oh. One bad apple? No. Or the old one bad apple? 
OBA's only been down Louisville's track maybe six times. Well, maybe a little more than that, but <laughs> not, not a whole lot. Because Jeff, Jeff only ran it back in the day there, I think, three yeah, times. I'm just going off these comments. I, I don't know. What state is it out of currently? Um, Tennessee, I believe. You should give him the previous name and see if that helps him for the next clue. No, we can't do that. <laughs> I, I literally have no idea. Me either. Yeah, we'll let that marinate for a little bit. I will say that somebody has answered it correctly. However, they've not given um, the names of the tractor. Not all of them, at any rate. I don't know. Is, well, was Dixie Deer the Tinker Toy? Yep. There's your answer, kids. In three different classes, that tractor's been down the track. What was, what's the third one? Super Farm, Super Farm 4-1. And oh, yeah, because Dixie Deer was a Super Farm for Dick, a while. Uh, yeah. Yes, and, yes. Yep, that's yeah. right. I forgot that. Yipper. In a perfect world, I would, I would love to get uh, uh, the current Tinker Toy and the Dixie deer together on, you know, on a patch of grass somewhere and, and get a picture of the two of them together. Although I'm not a hundred percent sure that that's, that that would complete the tractors that have been or are the tinker toy. I don't know that, but I think possibly if everything's, you know, if the guys are still, the, the tractors are together, at Shy Diesel Extravaganza, we might be able to hook that up. That might be kind of cool. Yeah. Green with Envy is headed to Wisconsin. Yep. Officially, yeah. It didn't have side. It didn't have artwork on the side shields anymore. Oh, so that's how I knew it was going to Wisconsin. After that, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing those are those were the replacements. I'm guessing Denny's got the originals. I'd assume so. Yeah, I would think. That and supposedly they have another one sitting that came home with them earlier. Who did? Brent? Yep, I guess supposedly they got two now. And really? they have a third one on order. Good freaking grief. Selling three six trucks must be a pretty profitable ordeal. I guess. I don't think they sold them. That's the thing. Last I heard that they they haven't sold them yet. So, wow. Look for Lincoln Diesel on the Fortune 500 list here in about two or three years. (laughs) Right. Big money. No. no, Big money in injectors. No. 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 Yeah, I I think they do just fine. Never make the Fortune 500. Right, I'll be right back. I'm going to send you a picture. I want you to make a meme quick. Okay. Post that. You'll, you'll get a kick <laughs> oh out. Boy. Oh, no, boy. Why do I think classic. this is Will Smith and Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think the internet has ever burned out a meme faster than what happened today. Holy which, yeah. But which one? Yes. 
Uh, uh-huh. I mean, there's yeah, there's those two that them. Andy sent to you and me were great. Uh yeah, the, the those were funny. The bad medicine one is really good, but unfortunately, with the language in there, I can't show it to everybody tonight. Uh, I haven't seen that. You're gonna need to share that. Uh, go to IQ of five. Okay, we'll do. Uh, as of this past week, uh, as far as we know, the the mods are still sitting at Boyd's. One mini is still sitting at Boyd's. There's a a third mod chassis sitting there too that a lot of people don't realize is there. Brand new, never runs. So, hey, if you want to pull a mod this summer, <laughs> go to Washington, Indiana. That's right. Austin's got a deal for you. Yes. Or Greg or Steve. Grandpa. Or... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, they might even sell you the building it came in if you want. I <laughs> I don't know if they'll sell it. They probably they might rent it. Yeah. Yeah, you want a turnkey uh, dyno and uh, racing shop? Yeah, if you want a toy shop, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Haven't heard too much else uh, for new stuff really coming yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> I like it, Doug. <laughs> you couldn't get a better pose than that. No, that's true. That's okay, Adam. Mine says the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I going to bring up? Oh, I was going to bring up something. Um, Go for it. because What's the 4 one that was just... Sold out of Joe Bush's shop. Um, can you be any more descriptive? <laughs> it sold for sixty-five. Green. It was listed for sixty-five thousand a four-one out of their shop, and it sold. That's all I know. I will send a picture to Charles to post. Um, oh, here I got. I think this is it. Uh, I'll just share my screen. I found it. Yeah, it's on pull off. That's the yeah. reason it, that's where I saw it. But the fact this 4 1 is 65,000 and it's turnkey is a hell of a deal. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah. Would you blow up one of those? Hmm. All right. I'm going to show my old man eyes here. <laughs> The worst part is I'm wearing progressives and they aren't doing the job. Um, Not familiar to me, but... I should know this. I've seen that tractor. I don't know whose tractor that was, but the fact is $65,000. I feel like somebody got a really good deal. I guess I don't know how competitive it is, but it's a good start. Yep. Everybody starts somewhere. Bring up the specs again. Let me zoom this. Hmm. Pumping injectors might be nothing special, but I mean, a billet head ready to go. 
for sale by Chach. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Kyle's nickname. Yeah, Lisa, Region 2 did add a new event. Uh, yes. The Gilliland Memorial. And actually, there's now going to be three pulls at Fremont this year, two for West Michigan pullers and this one. And uh, this will be the year the, the rumored and promised forever new track is uh, supposed to be ready to go. Dirt is moving. Got it? Saw pictures of it. Cool. It's it's needed. The old arena, while it was certainly cool and a very intimate place, and that town really, especially the fair, they, they come out. They'll jam that place to the rafters for the pole, and they're they're an active crowd. They're an engaged crowd, but um, I think this will be better. We'll give them give them room to have an actual true safe three hundred foot track. That yep. place uh, three hundred is three hundred is sketchy. Three twenty, you're in the chicken barn. So. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and you're and you're disrupting. Uh my nephew's uh, hogs and my niece's hog because you're not far from the hog barn, I think. Right. But on the downside, we did lose one. There was supposed to be one in September at Hudsonville, an add-on NTPA event, but uh, kind of got the – the cart got ahead of the horse on that one a little bit, so they had to pull the plug, but maybe next year. That must be the one Jason's talking about, methanol madness. Yeah. You know. uh, it's a bummer. I don't know where that tractor wound up at. It's a good question. You know, Todd would be Todd would be a good one to get on the show. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Especially now that he's got an NTPA show. Yeah, I agree. I'm proud of those guys. I'm I'm excited to see what happens when you're bringing, you know, really big, you know, national caliber or regional caliber pulling to my old hometown. Um, yeah, because it's been – that was last an NTPA show in the mid-90s, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> it's been a long time. But the stands still continue to be packed. I, You know, I grew up – this is my hometown that, that we're talking about. And I grew up just remembering what – that show was and thinking that you know maybe a, a lot naively that that's the way every show was and when i got mm -hmm. out here and you know started going to shows and things like that and then i picked up a camera and you know just kind of fell down the spiral that i've fallen down um you know i've seen shows in front of 25 people yeah you know and that was for the longest time that was real weird to me but now i'm you know now i'm starting to get it and understanding that my hometown when you have a pull there it doesn't matter what it is people show up oh yeah and i'm not putting them on a pedestal but i'm putting them on a pedestal because my hometown kicks ass no i can one of these days i will get back there to shoot it I can vouch for that. I mean, it's been, I've been doing that fair. I think I've done it at least the last eight years. And I think I've only missed one for whatever reason. And the show always advertised starts at seven o'clock. We always start it late on purpose because they're backed out onto the road trying to get into the place. Yep. Every year they say, wait, start the show late. 
So it's it is cool to see that. Yeah. Like and when we say and when we say standing room only, we really mean it. Can you dig yeah. up one of those photos? Yes. I don't know if it's gonna be wide angle enough to really tell this story, but yeah. Give me a second there on that. I remember you sent me a photo once or maybe sent it to our group chat once and it just made me so proud. Yeah, I think that one was probably a cell phone photo, which God knows where that went, but I'll see what I can find here. Um, to answer Moose's question in the comments there, Dan Mayer is redesigning uh, pullingreference.com. It will be back when it's finished. Um, but if I'm you know, redesigning it. Oh, what's that? I'm redesigning. Oh, you're <laughs> all right. If you know where to go online, though, um, you can still find it. Let's just say that. There are and Moose for twenty five dollars a piece, we will tell you where to go online and find it. Because uh-huh. I still use it all the time. So while you're digging, Charles, I'll uh, share something. So this is kind of funny that uh, I posted uh, diagonals pull from last year. And wait, uh, these guys don't know what diagonals pull is. Give them, give them a little context. So diagonal is probably the only place I've ever seen that has a pulling track permanently in the middle of a park. And it is a town of a couple hundred people, and it's just kind of a good time pull. They get everybody together, um, but we just have quite quite a fun event, and it's a neat little place. So it's a they like to have fun. They want to get everybody, get everybody together and have a good time, and so there's there's a few uh, good things. But they do a Calcutta too, so it was kind of fun to bring those back. That was the first Calcutta I've been around. Um, for one of the smaller pulls like this, but did you get uh, did you get photos of Jake doing his thing? Yeah. Oh, yep. sweet. Yep. So, um, unlock the screen. Okay. Well, it's not letting me share at the moment. Give me a minute. It's because Charles doesn't like you. Right. I, I, yeah, I didn't even see anything pop up to let let it do it, so I don't know. Yeah, no, it uh, difficulties. Yeah. So it's not letting me because uh, new new permissions type of thing. So anyhow, I took this picture, and you think of Northwest uh, stuff, Ryan? Who's the most photogenic? kid that you know <laughs> we've had him on his show before no no what Li- huh little kid brent roberts's kid all oh, of you've had him on here been, before huh yeah they've been all they've oh. all been traipsing around the shop in varying states of pajama okay that's fair <laughs> and uh so anyhow i've got a picture that's really good because I've got McKenzie and him walking down the track together. And McKenzie's comment goes, just practicing. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Five years let me... tops. For what, two or three of them or what? Well, I don't know how many were in the picture with her. 
Just one. Five years. Tops. Except that that little kid will probably be in a fire suit and helmet. But and it'll coordinate. And it'll have flames like going up the side. And He wants me to restart Chrome before it lets me share that now. So that's super fun. For the life of me, I'm not finding the wide angle shot I wanted to show you in Fremont, but yeah, they do Rats. jam the place. Yeah. It's somewhere out in space, but so Fremont and Diagonal are maybe a little bit alike in that regard. Um where kind of at least this is the way I remember it. And, I, and I've been gone for 20 plus years. Um, actually 20 years this year. Um but it used to be, and, and the last photo I saw that Charles sent to me um, was pretty much elbow to elbow, standing room only. Yeah. Fire marshal says no more. Um, and diagonal is kind of the same way, except that there ain't no fire marshal there. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, you got you got them lined up. If you get there by... I don't know, eight or nine o'clock in the morning for a three o'clock pull, you might get your, uh, you might be able to back your power stroke up to the track uh, on the east side and be able to sit there and, you know, have your crew there. Um, but everybody else, it's on, it's, you know, it's hillside business. Let me restart. I'll, I'll jump back in. That This is what, this is, this is Fremont. And I mean, the stands will look like that all the way to the top on both sides of the track, just elbow to elbow. Is that Joe Moore's daughter? Um, that is one of the um, – no, it's not. Uh, they actually don't pull West Michigan that much. I think their tracker is just a little bit beyond the rules. Just a little too hot? A little too hot, yeah. That's Rob Air Brinkman. speed, our old dealership. I yeah. Love it, but but I mean, yeah, and this so that's the starting line end. You know, no one ever sits at the starting line, right? Here they do. Not in Fremont. I love it. Yeah, they'll they'll pack the joint. That's for sure. I mean, just people everywhere, and they'll do it again. This I I cannot wait to see what happens for the Gilliland. Yeah. I agree. Dude, I hope that's on your wall somewhere. Uh, the ghost? Yeah, that shot. Not that one, no. Ugh. That shot deserves to be on the wall. That's cool. I there's a there's a there's some other ones I'm a little bit more partial to. Um, well, yeah, with your kid riding in it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. that. That's it. I get that. Yeah, I kind of grew up a little bit spoiled because I got to watch that. I got to watch that truck every single year, at least once a year. I got to see that truck make a pass, and I actually got to see its older brother, the Gray Ghost. Yep. Now we're getting into squarely into Tim Wyden territory. Now, this is the one that I actually like for a very good reason, because driving the ghost is Jeff's story, who owns the sled, and my son is the one running the sled. Yeah. So that's that's the one I'm partial to. 
That's have sweet. You ever, have you ever ridden shotgun? I have not. No, it was offered to me at Blanchard this past uh, spring, and I was announcing the show, so I didn't want to take away from that. And Christian was with me, so I told him, "No, you get in the seat. You go for a ride." And um, so he he did it. And uh, but no, I have not yet. That, does Blanchard not have a wireless mic? They do, they do, but uh, I don't know. I one of those things I hate to take away from doing the job I'm actually paid to be there to do. If that makes sense. Do you think that the audience wouldn't really love to hear the commentary from inside that cab? You know what? Yeah, probably right. Maybe we'll have to try that. Uh, do that if you ever get the chance again. Please do it. The one I really would like to do is for big rig. A lot of the racers will let you get in the trucks. Yep. Um, but you very quickly, as in very rapidly, drive away out of range. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of looking forward to that trip. There yeah. you go. Are you headed up? Yeah. Nice. You're going to have so much in fun. touch with who I needed to talk to, and we're going. Yeah. No pulling that weekend, so. I think you're going to point... have so much fun and I'm going to be so jealous. I think we've got 106 trucks that are registered to race at this point. And of those 28 or 29 are going to be class a racers from Whoa. Texas, Canada, Whoa. you name it. You know, the, the 3000 plus horsepower mean guys, there's going to be close to 30 of them. Whoa. Yeah. That'd be all right. a pretty substantial truck show that goes along with that. Correct. There is, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not not going to be on the level of, of the Matt's show or the St. Right. Ignace, Michigan show, but yeah, there's there's some stuff there. Yep. I figure so, by the time just for a hotel and stuff, I might be better off just taking the truck and trailer up for that. You always could, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Mike does a pretty good job of making sure there's something to check out all weekend. You know, there'll be a live band playing most nights after the racing. Huge fire pit, everybody just hanging out and having a good time. So and there's enough room where Doug, if you drove if you drove the hauler up, you'd have somewhere to I mean you'd have you wouldn't be lacking for a place to park it. No. Right. Oh, but Lost there's a truck. Oh, that truck is worthy enough for you know, we took it to Gasson last year. Yeah. So and now it's got like more done to it, right? The the underglow and all that. Yeah. Yep. Next time you guys, um, next time you guys get down this direction, um, I have a fifty-five inch flat screen for you, four K flat screen. Okay. It's currently just sitting in the uh, uh, sitting in my uh, storage closet because I don't have a use for it. Is that Jake? That's Jake. Jake. Jake is one of my auctioneers. Actually, I just I just had a meeting with. Um, uh, well, it's a husband and wife team. I just had a meeting with Melanie on Thursday. That kid always carries a pink koozie around. You know whose koozie that is? I know. That is a colorblind koozie that his girlfriend, Sydney, gave him. That's right. And he's he convinced carries... that he's going to marry Sydney when, when he grows up. <laughs> like, that kid carries it everywhere. So... But yeah, I just thought it was funny. So if we count, you know, a few months out here, um, we could be playing on some of that. 
for Lena McKenzie. All right, J Jason sent me a video, of Fremont. I think this is him pulling his farm stock there. Wait, Jason pulls a farm stock? He did. Before they had the garden tractor, he did have one, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, all right. Speaking of auctions, Rye, uh, was that four-wheel drive the top of the sale? Miko? Oh God! Nothing came even close. <laughs> nothing even came remotely close. No. But I will say that I is see... how you pack a stand. I yeah. every time I see videos like this, I am so proud of my hometown. That's cool. And that's it's like the shortest track in the world. Yeah, I mean, two forty, and you're at the gate. Actually, that's. <laughs> I'm where is what? that out? Keep that that'd be out. I'm you know what? I'm gonna dig right now and find through that place what it looks like when a modified goes through there. <laughs> what are you finding an old suspicion clip? Uh I think they had sold it by then from the video I've got, but it's uh -huh. in, I just gotta find it. Well, while you're digging, I think it's Lisa Jostock's birthday today. So happy birthday, Lisa. And Doug, you're right. That was um, I just put I just posted footage of or the the uh, yes it does, Tim. I would agree. Uh, I just posted footage of that eighty twenty selling um, on Tractor Zoom's Facebook page not too long ago, maybe I don't know six hours ago. Um, that was wild to be there to watch that happen. I mean. That tractor shattered the record for an eighty twenty. I think the that highest was, I've ever was seen the go was, correct? Huh? That was the prototype. That is that is what the uh, collective wisdom and kind of the the tribal knowledge uh, suggests. So yeah, it was it was the number one prototype well, for people so, that aren't. Where they sold an eighty twenty on the Meekum sale for what three hundred and sixty seven thousand? Three fifty plus three fifty. Yeah, three fifty seven five. Well, no, three fifty plus the buyer's premium and the well, seller. And I mean it ended up well, it ended up somebody was paying like close to three seventy five mm -hmm. for it, I think. I thought I was on Meekum and they uh the final I, I watched it sell. Seven. Yeah, because you were on you were on my live on TikTok, weren't you? When that happened? Yeah, I was on it and I watched uh, watched for a little while, and then the uh, it was really cool. Like the old yellow tractors that uh, front wheel assist, like the what the thirty twenty was the only known one in existence that something like that. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was a queer tractor. It was front wheel assist, power shift, and a gas. Yeah. No. So no, it had like that, nine horsepower when it was done powering the front axle. <laughs> no, that was that was the synchro. That thirty twenty was the synchro. Well, there were that a couple of them. There were a couple of front wheel assist thirty twenties that both went well north of a hundred and forty, hundred and fifty ish. It was one thirty six, if I remember right. There's like two. There's a pair of two of them brought one thirty six. 
And then there was a 4320 front wheel assist that was painted yellow from the factory. And I think that was like one of 12 or one of nine or something. So, yeah, that Mike and Denise Smith collection, boy, I'll tell you what, man, there was some cool stuff on there. What did the Mini 1086 bring? The Say one more time. The Miniature 1086, because that got stupid views on the Beer Money pages. I remember. 167.5 is what the 8020 sold. 136.5 was what the 4230. Wait, read that number again. Or 367.5. 367,500 is what they have listed. Okay, that must be including that must be including the buyer's premium then. Right. Cuz it cuz it hammered at 350. But there's a 5 right. or 7% or something buyer's premium there. So Yeah, dyslexic was th thinking 3575 but Either way, but the, the, was... the 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 interesting thing the number 2 lot was the 1926 the the byron uh steam tractor that sold for two hundred twenty thousand five hundred. wait that the the stanley steamer race car replica or the the, the steam powered tractor that was kind of cool to see run they had it on running on thursday afternoon they were driving it around a little bit cool hold on i will share this Because there was a uh, Stanley Steamer race car, race car that uh, crossed the block late on Friday. That, excuse me, I don't think it hit. I don't think it hit the reserve, and it was at two hundred. Hey, but Charles, that thing was grab, really cool. Grab that real quick. That was the drag car that was right there by the entrance into the sail ring. No, 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 no. There, um, no, it was not that by uh, that Brian steam tractor. It wasn't that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one that that was their number two. Cool. To me, that old Pete was sweet. That, if I'm not mistaken, that is the earliest Pete. Uh, that still exists today. And that's a, that's had an I-80, correct? Uh, I don't know. That's I don't know. I heard it. But that would, I mean, that would make perfect sense. Yep. But yeah, that, uh, that fetched some uh, pretty big money. Yeah. I thought these were cool. <clears throat> I mean, yes. That would be the nine horsepower 3020. It's a diesel. The green one, the the regular 3020 is a gas. Yeah. With a power shift. That one, yeah. Yep. And front wheel. Yep. Yep. And I wasn't that the one that was like one of one? No. Not that one. That there was, was one of the other ones. There was one. Yeah, there was one there that was like one of one, which was well. This this thirty twenty, the synchro is the only one to be known in existence. And I want to say this is one of three. So that's this, the forty three twenty, right? 
but look at us nerding out on classic tractors. What did that, oh, that ten? Uh, find out what that ten sixty six narrow went for. Because I missed. See if I can. I missed that one. That one sold on Saturday. Sold on Saturday. Yeah. Kevin Lindstrom had one of those. Got a white ten sixty six narrow. Yep. yep. I feel like I saw. Oh, there, wait, 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 wait. Go back up. It's right there. Is that that mini 1066 up there? 1086. Oh, that one? Yeah, what did that go for? 13650. That's pretty good money. Was that built by Midwest Mini? Little Tractor Company built Milan, Michigan. All right, that's a different company yeah. then. I've never even heard of that place. That's down near uh, where Gerbaugh lives. Sounds like you guys have a Saturday afternoon already planned. I think so. I'm actually <laughs> going down that way this coming Saturday. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> I like the mini uh, wheel wheel weights. Yeah, those are kind of cool. But yeah, that's be all right. What, uh, what it is. Thirty-seven. Oof. God, that picture those pictures would be so cool in black and white. Screw yeah. the color business. Black and white. If it's the only tractor in there, oh yeah. What did the eight oh six with front wheel assist bring? That only had seventeen hundred hours on it. Not enough. That sold for a freaking bargain. I think it was less less than thirty grand. And I'm not kidding. There's one you don't see all the day long. Nope. That case 400 high crop was kind of unique too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There weren't many of those made. And the 340 diesel, that was rare too. That D21, what did that sell for? Do you remember? Or did you the see? What? Can you scroll back for just a second? Where at? The D21 right there down. 32. Oh, 32. The color was off on it. Yep. Yeah. I, I brought Tyler Montgomery as a, an equipment trader from uh, Western Kansas and a good friend of mine. He came out and he stayed the night on Thursday thursday and friday and, and we left and went out there and that was driving us nuts the entire time that's cool i didn't see this one nor did i <laughs> somebody <laughs> smashed together a jeep and a wheel horse actually i think I, that was sitting outside in the back lot I well that. damn that's why i didn't see it that's that interesting cool. and it's four it's a four by four that's kind of i mean kind of interesting Boy, my Uncle Roger would have killed for that. He collects wheel horses. Huh. I got a real good condition one about identical to that sitting in my garage. Yeah, make it into a Jeep, and I'll bet you can sell it to a guy in Sparta, Michigan. <laughs> well, I, as luck would have it, sitting about 10 feet away from where that wheel horse is sitting is a 65 CJ5. So <laughs> I didn't know you. I, I've known you for how long, and I didn't know that you had, you had that. 
Yes, it was my dad's. Um, it's he stripped to the frame rails before I was born, and has sat there ever since. And it's one of my goals here. I don't know if I'll get it done this summer, but it will be roadworthy again. Did that Lamborghini sell? No, down um, on the bottom. I have on no the bottom, huh? On the bottom, turquoise. Oh. Says sold for ninety or nine thousand four hundred fifty. Slowest Lamborghini in the world, and also probably the cheapest. Yeah. Why? Well, you threw me for a loop. I was thinking, like, did I miss something on the car page? Why was that nineteen or no twenty? Was it a twenty-one fifty? That crude looking Oliver, so cheap. Um, you said it, crude. Yeah. Somebody kind of mashed that together. I'm not. I'm not gonna poke my finger in anybody's chest, but. That was not factory correct. So, fun fact: Did you know in 1960, 16, electric. this was the first electric vehicle? There are four GM motors that powered this, and uh, it uh, made the run to haul things back and forth for the uh, publishing plant. Would it surprise you to know that Elon Musk bought it? Did he really? No. I mean, <laughs> I, that would be kind of cool. I would totally believe that. My name is Ryan. I will be your designated dickhead tonight. I mean, we're talking about a stock split here, so I mean, sure. <laughs> what did the 1456 bring? That wasn't pristine, but it was a nice shape. I don't know. I was looking at the Scout. I, was, I hadn't figured out what the... Okay, diamond tea, the diamond T pickup. I'd never seen one of those. That thing was pretty cool. Aren't those cool? That, that thing, side. but that thing, I think that had been on its side at some point. Right. Because I was looking at that thing and I'm like, what in the heck? That thing's like a perfect restoration. And then this, you and know, then you look shotgun side. side of it looks like hell. Yeah. It had to have been. But I'd never seen a diamond pickup before yeah they're pretty cool now that apache that's had a lot of work into that did you read the specs on that uh-huh i did and i listened to it and Charles i was live when it sold on tiktok i, I already I saw the that. 572 yeah. yeah oh and it's supercharged with a blower oh yeah it's got a blower 900 horse thousand foot pounds of asphalt ripping torque someone had fun with that one all the chop I would chop. like to put my asphalt in that. <laughs> <laughs> We're down a couple of horsepower at that point. I'm sorry. Yeah. But that was kind of cool. That wasn't that was that was nicely built. It sounded yeah. really nice. That old armored car was cool. Yeah, that was. 1935 International. With three-eighths plates, uh, boilerplate, armament <laughs> with oak lining. I saw this, and all I could think of was Austin Powers trying to turn around in the hallway. <laughs> uh, I was trying to find the, the – uh, they sold that John Deere service body, too. There it is. 65. That would look really sweet pulling the remedy. Just put that it on there. That would look pretty sweet pulling pretty much anything. Well, I mean, yeah. It's Especially if it was a race car. Right. Is that an original or was that set on a chassis? 
I would assume that was probably set on a chassis. Yeah. Built on a 98 bus chassis. There you go. Adam, my grandfather started trucking right after World War II, 1946 Brockway. And Adam got a cabin hood out in California this winter. Really? They're going to set that on the um, on a bus chassis. What was the one you want me to look up for the tractors again? The 1456. Friday or Saturday auction? I'm not sure. You had gone past it already, so. Jerry, I I don't know that it, I A, I don't know that it would come out of hiding. B, I think it would probably break the internet. Somebody could pay a quarter million dollars for it, I'll bet. If there, it was promoted properly. Or is that the 856? That's an 826 in the okay. middle of the screen. 17,325. The 966 was 23,625. That's good money on a nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Before you get off of this page, though, you're going to need to. Um, uh, bring up that IH that fleet line the pickup no the oh. truck the truck that I drooled over for hours <laughs> why does that not surprise me Ken says he wants a real 6030 someday who wants a real 6030 Ken Summers in the comments, but I need a real 60-30 one day. Such things can be obtained. Heck, if you want yeah. to, you can buy one. You can buy one like this week, Ken. RJ Stockwell is uh, sending one off to a new owner. Later, I think it's later this week. And it's a pretty nice tractor. I've got the link up to it on uh, TractorZoom. This one, Doug? No. It's a 1456 with a diamond cab on it. Oh. Yeah, I remember seeing that one. It was outside on Thursday. That uh, that orchard, John Deere, that one was kind of cool. My it favorite. Way more money than I thought it was going to bring. What did the uh, 4440 bring, Rye? Ryan Kelly bought the neighbors. That thing was pristine. And I've seen that tractor. Stupid, that he he that paid he stupid money for that, but I don't know how much. I don't know, but um, they're only appreciating. Right. 21. So that, 21. 21. Yep. What day was the uh, Friday? Friday. It was that semi that you were that you were drooling over, just like I was. Oh, the white international. Yes, that was sweet. It, it, that was gorgeous. I love that thing. I scrolled past that, her earlier. Why didn't she say? Was anything? On the, yeah, early there. There, there we go. Yes. 
<laughs> Jason Rack, you need this, and then you need to just start pulling farm stock and putting farm stocks on it and rolling in like three deep. Seems like something Hank Balder would show up at a pole driving. Right? Only his would be like a, a flatbed. Yeah. Yeah. What that And I'll tell you, if we're only having a 290 Cummins in it, that thing loped nice. It sounded good. I What I picture for that is being like a case dealership hauling equipment down the road. Yeah, I think that was actually what it was set up to look like. Yeah. Aside from the fact that in the back of the in the back glass, which was it's cracked, I, by the way, IT Nation. Uh, no, IT Nation, I, and then it's, yeah. it has um, NTPA decals on the both sides. Does it really? Yep. But uh, somehow no, or another, that back glass got cracked, and and not like one crack, like close to shattering. What did what, that bring? 51, I think. Yeah, 57.2. You get the buyer's premium on there. Yep. I really wanted to be in the cab of that thing when it rolled across the the, <laughs> the auction block, but I think it was the seller's daughter got the, got the privilege and not me. This was the interesting one, this, uh, this old Ford service body. Yeah. I mean, someone probably got a hell of a steal on that for $7,000. Yeah, no kidding. Because it had a, I think it's a 7.3 power stroke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And I mean, it's not like it's all rusted either. So it kind of seems like it was the part truck that sat around for a spare. Because I mean, that would be original vinyl leather seats, was what you'd call them back in the day. So, yeah. Ooh, it's a gutless wonder. It's an old non turbo. Woof. Right, we can we can fix that in like a, a weekend, right? Yeah, I was gonna say we might know a couple people. Yeah. What did the scout, the seventy four scout pickup bring? Um, then there was an eighty, what an eighty five Silverado three quarter ton with a six two in it. Was that that red one? Oh, it was black. I was waiting for you to talk about this international truck. That thing was sweet. Which? There's this the black one. one right there. This yeah, one. That's, I that's want the... this one. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a 74. Yeah. That thing is nice. And they did a really nice job. I like the interior on it, too. What did it sell for? That one brought 26.4. What's under the hood? Is that a 345? 345. 345. Yeah, on that page, but it's got that black three-quarter ton. Right up, right there. 18. Wow. For a clean square body? That isn't bad. No, that's that's really good. The interior was mint in it. Now, granted, it it has the most gutless wonder of an engine on the planet, but still. I at home that used to say take and, and put a turbo off a 190 Alice on that thing, and you've got something. Really? Well, Brian Banghart did the same thing. He was um, surfing Craigslist one afternoon and uh, 
stumbled on uh, like the mother of all. It was like grandpa's pickup and it didn't have many miles on it and it was dirt cheap and it was a long box single cab like mid 90s with the 6.5 and he bought it for super cheap and then dumped some money into bulletproofing it and now he uses it as as kind of the daily or the shop truck that's a sweet little pickup i like uh jason's comment there that he does need that so next time we find one of those we'll have to uh let him know yeah hopefully it has a detroit in it though instead of a 290 cummins right that truck really needs like a 671 at minimum yep 8v92 twin turbo 8v92 would be better (laughs) silver there was more than one scout i thought that old white was kind of cool too if they that thing sold for so dirt cheap oh it's thirty five hundred dollars yeah yeah about the old cat cab over cab was cab beside engine yellow freight truck kenworth that was a little interesting i watched that one sell um we this one there you go kenworth yep. that's one for thirty five two that's the one that, like they move uh, stuff around in the. Uh... No, that was an over the road truck. That wasn't a yard jockey. Really? Yep. Oh, that'd be a rough ride. Woof. Yeah. That had a big cat. Not well. I wouldn't say big, but it's got a cat in it. Uh, or is that yeah. a cat? No, that's a cat. That's a cat. Yep. Hold on. What year was that? Early sixties. 59. That just looks like <laughs> my knees would be rubbing the front dash the entire time. Yep. So when they went to a Brigadier, that was one step up. Hmm. All I can think of right now is DMX is where the hood at. uh yeah yeah i'm not gonna lie i took a break when they were selling some of those really old trucks went and talked to don salama for an hour i gotta sneak out of here i got a couple things i gotta get accomplished yet so thanks for that play all right dude Talk to you later. See ya. See ya. So what's coming this weekend? Anybody got anything uh, coming up, or is this kind of like the last off weekend of the year? I'm finishing my pantry. Okay. That sounds exciting. Yeah. About as exciting as what Paul's doing tonight, drywall in a bathroom. Yeah. Well, it's exciting for me because Kara and I usually don't do construction projects well. We usually end up wanting to murder each other. (laughs) and um oftentimes we have like the tools with which to do it painfully like brad nailers or you know impact wrenches and you know torque wrenches and things like that and um 
happy to say that on uh, Saturday and Sunday, Sunday, we did no such thing. Progress so, is being made. I'm, I'm very proud of Kara, or I'm very thankful for her patience. Um, not proud. I'm just thankful. Jeff, how was your show? To, how many did you sell this weekend? I know you were kind of happy with the way things were going on Friday. Did it get better? I hope. Spring planning. Boy, that's around the corner, isn't it? Yes, it is. Guys way south are starting to roll. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it's getting a little crazy. So, Cody, how far are guys away from rolling uh, where we are? We've got, I don't know, we've still probably got a couple weeks. So, kind of what I, I was mean, thinking. It, it's weird because some guys are like all gun ho, got to get going, and the other guys we call them for service plans, and they're like, eh, you know, we might get it out next week. Give us a call next week. So, we're we've, we're still a few weeks out for the most part. I can't imagine where you're going to be, Adam, at the end of April. Where are you going to be in the end of April? It's going to be the relocated Rudy Spring Truck Jam. It's going to be at Waggler's Track instead. Um, so, They're trying to beat Mother Nature? Yeah. Friday they night. Waggler's Track to do it. Yeah. Wow. And it's going to be in conjunction with uh, Farm Truck and Asian doing a no prep race uh, Friday night and then ODSS on Saturday. And hopefully it doesn't rain. That. Jeremy Wagler, if you're watching, I really need you to find an old turbocharger somewhere. And I need you to find the most violent way to destroy it possible. <laughs> and I need you to put it on camera as uh maybe a sacrifice to the uh, drag racing gods because you know what happens at your track well this i can accomplish this really easily if ryan milliken doesn't put in the second wastegate in his diesel nova he can just do what he did in georgia this past weekend 60 feet out grenade the thing but i think that needs to happen either before or on site and i'd like to see ryan milliken make a pass in that thing Hopefully he will have the changes done and have the car there to race. Um, I know he also was talking about dumping the leaf springs and four link in it. So he's got four weeks to get her done. That'd be good. Yep. Either way, Milliken, bring a charger that you're not going to use and then find an interesting way to destroy it with Jeremy present. It might be the only sacrifice that will appease the race gods and let you guys race. Yeah, we will see. It'll be interesting. Adam, have you done anything to um, the expedition yet to make it a race truck? Time's a wasting, buddy. Yeah, we're not very far away from Polish Championship either. Really would be nice to have good weather for that. You're muted, Brent. Yeah, I was gonna say, Brent, you're muted. Someone, anyways, <laughs> uh, I heard that. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say, I don't really trust the weather when it's still, yeah, predicted six plus weeks out. So, 
we're uh, we're hoping and praying that obviously we have good weather so little rain won't hurt just can't really ask for just rain all week we would appreciate your prayers for the same if you have a turbocharger that you would like to destroy an effigy <laughs> to appease the uh, pulling gods please put it on video and uh, address it to all of us we would appreciate that yeah yep Well, that's about it for me. We're closing in on two hours for the night. Anybody got any last words? Um, um, wanted to say a couple of words about Larry Horton. Yes. Um, and maybe if you wouldn't mind, maybe you can play the video to take us out. Um, Larry was a guy that I got to that I got to know, and and some of you probably saw the photo, the selective color that I put up. Um as the beer money cover photo um larry horton was uh, a farmer from southeast iowa and a farm stock puller and adam burkhalter's uncle and some of you know adam uh he's been around the pulling scene for a long time uh won gordyville several times yada 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 um larry was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer a couple of years ago um and rather than give up and accept his fate, because if you've been around for a while, you know that um, pancreatic cancer is kind of a death sentence. There aren't many survivors. Um, Larry chose, he, he, he chose to give cancer the finger and said, I am going to live my life out until I can no longer do so. And that's exactly what he and Mindy did. Um, and uh, he went and he pulled his tractor. The last time he pulled his tractor was about a year ago. Um, he had a farm stock 4430. That was the one that that was in that photo. Um, and to the Horton family and to Mindy and, and everybody, just know that we love you. Uh, we are praying for you and cancer. Do I make myself real clear? Um, and I guess for a, um, I guess, words of wisdom on my end, uh, live your life. Live your life. We don't know how much time we have on this planet. And Machinery Pete, who has taught me a lot, uh, always says whenever he talks about somebody who's passed away or taken too soon, he says, tomorrow's not promised, and we know that to be true, um, and that every day is a gift and a blessing. He's right. So do the thing. If it's a vacation, go on the vacation. If it's, you know, putting on a race suit and getting in a 10-second Mustang, go do it. If it's facing your fears about working the right and the left brake on a pulling tractor do it we don't know how much time we're given here but do the things you love and do it with the people you love and don't miss out on the opportunity because the opportunity will be gone before you know it and uh, larry didn't he he went out and he had fun they traveled um he and mindy traveled quite a bit i think 
he was still able to do some pulling and um, he left us. He was called home. Uh, I think it was either last Tuesday morning or last Wednesday morning. Um, and uh, the crazy thing about it is I was only, I only saw him on the track one time in my entire life. Um, and it happened to be that night that I got that shot of him. And if you zoom in on it real good and close, you can see that it's not the sharpest thing I've ever shot. Um, but it very accurately portrayed who Larry was and what absolutely drove him and what he loved. So go out and do that because ain't nobody going to do it for you. And none of us know how much time we have left. And then at some point in time, we're going to end up in a box. Larry ended up in a pretty cool situation on that bo- and when he ended up in that box. I'm not going to lie. Uh, he was he rode to the cemetery on the back of a long black peak. Uh, sitting in between a pair of 4430 pulling tractors. And for a guy who bleeds green and yellow, I can't imagine a better way to go. But do what you love and don't put it off because we don't know how much time we have left. And uh, live your life. That's what Larry would have told you to do. That's what he told me to do. But that's all I got. I got nothing to add to that. Well said. Yeah. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind playing that video, that was one of the best tribute videos and and farewell ride videos that I've ever seen. Where is that? Um, Go to Mindy Carpenter's page. Um, I do kind of have, I guess on the flip side of that, is... A uh, fellow polling photographer, Adam Drought, um, did get some good news himself on the, with his bout with cancer. But he is uh, he is in remission after I believe eight eight or so months. Um, yeah, with a pretty rare blood cancer. So it's uh, good to see that at least there's somebody that was able to. And somebody so young to be able to yeah pick cancer in the ass and continue to keep moving on here so amen um there is if you guys haven't seen uh they i, I believe it's his brother correct that's doing that bike yes. ride yes that's oh raising... adam's doing it this year too oh is adam doing it as well yeah so they are raising money for you know to raise money for you know cancer and cancer research and I think it might be for the specific one that he had. Um, so I believe if you just go to Adam Drought's Facebook page, it might be on the Mad Polling yeah. Picks page as well. Um, it's on both, yes. You can you can find information to that, but encourage, even just, if it's just a few bucks, just to donate to that. And Yeah. He's and, a good uh, guy, and I've, I've checked in on him through this whole thing periodically, and you know he's always kept the spirits high through the whole thing and did what he needed to do. So, Yep. Yep. And he's got a standing invite to come to come west. If you're listening, you know what you need to do. 
the guest bedroom is right over there. You're coming out. We're going to go shoot pulls out here. We're going to go shoot all the ones you want and might drink a little bit of whiskey and uh, we're going to have a great time. Keep the faith, buddy. Adam's a good friend of all of ours, I think. And uh, he, uh, I know he's provided a, a swift kick in the ass for uh, Charles and myself and Brent, maybe you as well. Um, when we've gotten stale or when we've felt like we were lacking drive or motivation, he would be there to um, point something out or to tell us and know in certain terms and use a number of very colorful expletives to tell us that I can't be out on the track right now. Why are you sitting at home? And I needed that a couple of times in my life. And I'm forever thankful for that. Yeah. When I first uh, began my foray into digital photography and got away from the film, I had questions and uh, I spent some time with him trackside out at Langford, New York, just picking his brain. And he was kind enough to give me some pointers and ideas for what I needed to do. And yeah, good guy. I've always wanted to shoot an outdoor pull with him. The only time I ever get to see Adam or ever, ever got to see Adam um, was at Louisville. Yeah. Which is why I'm pushing him so hard. You know what you need to do, buddy. He'd tell you, you need to go out there too. <laughs> I'm bigger than he is. He's coming out to see me because he's got more tractors on his bucket list out here that he hasn't gotten to see yet. Yeah. You'd enjoy New York, though, just saying. I know. I know. They got, they've got a good circuit out there. Someday. And if not then, I want to go out and uh, shoot that Christmas lighted tractor parade. I would I would love to go out and shoot that and do it all artsy-fartsy style. All right. I'm going to roll this video, and uh, we'll call her good for tonight. All right, guys. Sounds Take it easy. See you. Charles, you're muted. I think that's why we don't get sound. Run out the church door saying goodbye. Yeah, I believe in when to say you're in a better place. You had a wild side, but you had amazing grace. I know you're way off up in them clouds, but if you could still hear me right now.
stuff that you're looking for, crew like we can. Bunch of noise making boys like to live fast. Burn your rubber in a parking lot, man. I don't know if the other side's ready or not, but I hope you hit those ghosts.
will be five five in the bell off. 